three, two, one, go. Hey, bro. Thanks for calling Fred We're philosophical about dumb shit. Too pathetic, despicable human beings. No, 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 it's like hell speak. What have you boys been up to in here? The music, the hustling. We're on a yaper hustle, yaper grind, trying to collect more yaper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Frat Chat, episode 14 already. This is your co-host, Mikey. And your co-host, Carson. And this week, we're going to jump straight into story time. So, Carson... I'm lighting the fire as we speak. <laughs> lighting that little uh, Yule log. Um, I kind of have a... Uh, my story this week is not super put together in my head. I thought about it before I got on. And um, just a little message to you viewers. Sometimes me and Mikey forget that it's our turn. And we got to <laughs> think of something like 10 minutes before we start filming. This is one of those times. Nah. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to have like a whole fucking page of just stories. So every time I just do one, I'm just like, all right, cross that off. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I was thinking about what I should talk about uh, as a story. I have one uh, about a robbery that I participated in, but I I, le- uh. I legally speaking can't talk about that. Um, so hopefully one day that'll all like everything will be uh, you know far enough away in the past that I could bring that up. I did not participate in a robbery. Let me just make that clear. I I witnessed a robbery that somebody I knew did and I did nothing about it. So that that's really that's what that was. But I'll I'll I won't get was, into that right now. Was that the Mississippi motherfucker incident? <laughs> Yes, it was. Yes, I, <laughs> right. I, it took me a second to put that together, but yes, it was. Oh my! One God. day, my guys will probably hear that. But either way, Whew. Oh man, that was a that's a bad memory. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I haven't done a hookup story in a while, so I was going to talk about the time I lost my virginity and <laughs> little baby Carson losing his virginity. But How romantic. it's a little bit of a strange. Um, tale because I sort of lost my virginity twice. Um, I, I could say I, I actually have three times I sort of lost my virginity. And um, the first time I mean the first time anything sexual happened with me at all uh, was this girl who was like a she was a junior in high school. I think I was a freshman or something like that. And um, it, it was just like way she was way out of my league it seemed but she was kind of crazy. So it, uh, it all made sense. You were a freshman? Yeah, I was a freshman or something. I was either a freshman or I can't remember. Either way. Either way. I, I can't remember exactly how old I was, but it was like the first memory I have of like sexual touching I was involved in. And, um, and she was like really fine. She was really fine. And she took me out behind the football fields after school. Ooh. And uh, she told me before I went to school to pack a blanket in my bag, which I did. <laughs> and uh, we went out behind the football fields <laughs> in the woods. And we laid the blanket out on the woods floor. And um, and she's, you know, we, I, I, I mean, I'm going to use the medical terminology here. Uh, cunnilingus and fellatio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damn, she must have been a horn dog to be hooking up with a freshman, like in the woods. Like, okay, like <laughs> yeah, uh, she, she was prepared too. She said, "Bring that blanket." She knew what she was doing. I mean, she probably didn't want to know wood chips in the cooch or dirt in the cooch, but like, <laughs> no, damn. But, but yeah, she'd done this before. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> here's two interesting details about that. Um, one, we couldn't have sex even if we both wanted to because she had that medical condition where you can basically fit only a baby carrot's worth of things inside your vagina. Um, <laughs> it, it, oh, well, your dick would have fit. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's not a baby carrot. It's not a baby carrot. It's more You're right. It's a carrot that never grew to full fucking size. More like a plantain. Those are big, aren't they? <laughs> They're not. Why am I blanking? They're not. They're, those are those little bananas. Those, like, mini bananas <laughs> that they use for Cuban food. <laughs> I'm like, I just Googled it. They're kind of big. They can be big. <laughs> anyway, um, she had that, so we couldn't have sex. Uh, and anyway, let me get to the real thing. The two times I really lost my virginity, the first time I was hooking up with this girl. Not hooking up, but I was, like, 
you know, we were talking and, uh, and, and the first time we ever went out on a date, the, the reason I remember me being so young for this is because I couldn't drive and neither could she. Um, and we had to, and we wanted to go to the movies. And so like we got dropped off. I think either my sister or my parents took me to this movie. And, um, I think it was one of the divergent movies. If it wasn't, it was some dumb teen movie like that, you know, some hunger games ripoff type of flick. And we went there and we sat in the back and we just made out like crazy. The, like for the, (laughs) for the opening credits, you know, just, that's all we did is just made out like crazy for like the trailers. were there people next to you? Not and ne- it was super fucking awkward. Not next to us, but like in the rows in front of us, and uh, and it was a little bit awkward. And the people were obviously like, "Oh, these fucking kids." So, I I got some awkward shit after this shit too, after this story. But yeah, <laughs> and uh, not it, awkward, but yeah. And and she was like grabbing on my dick in the movie theater and stuff, and, oh. and, and I was like, you know, I'm a young kid, and I'm like, if anybody touches my dick, all of my rationality just goes out the window. <laughs> and <laughs> like, like, one of the first episodes, you said, how many pee-pee touches? <laughs> the, I forget what the fuck we said, but it was funny as shit. And, uh, like- <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're, that's exactly what I said, and I, I stand by it. I, um... And- how many pee-pee touches for the social security number, I think that was. What it was. <laughs> but, uh, continue. And I, um... If you dare... And I was like, yo, do you want to, like, suck it in the movie theater? And uh, uh, and she was smart enough to be like, no, because then we'll get kicked out and potentially get uh, into trouble by the cop. Nah. That for, Why is there always a cop in front of the movie theater? Who knows? There's always a cop at the movie theater. I don't know what he's doing what? there, trying to keep kids out of R-rated movies, I guess. But there's always a cop. And Never have I ever had a cop there. There's always, like, a cop car in front of the movie theaters. That's all I... I feel like there always is just one parked outside, and there's a dude hanging out. I don't know if he's just, like, a guy on break <laughs> seeing movies John, all day or John, shit. But, he's spending a shift in the fucking theater. <laughs> but, he, uh, but we decided we, that couldn't happen. So um, this was a, kind of in a strip mall area where there's, like, you know, a Hobby Lobby, uh, a TJ Maxx, a Target, whatever. And um, so we're like, well, fuck it, let's just walk around. And so we leave the movie theater, like, before the movie really even starts. We leave the movie theater, and uh, we start walking around. And we find that we end with, like, go into the Target. And uh, and she grabs me, and she's like, yo, we could go to, like, hook up in the dressing rooms. I'm like, fuck, oh. yeah. Like, that's a great yo, idea. Yo, some porno shit right here. And so we go to the dressing rooms, and we each, like, <laughs> grab some clothes. So it doesn't look like weird that we're going into the dressing rooms <laughs> with no clothes. I'm like, <laughs> we each like, you know, we pretend like we're just doing a stupid fucking, you know, play like a high school play in the in the Target. Like, hmm, I wonder how this would look on me, type shit. <laughs> You're really fabricating a whole fucking story. You're trying to sell that shit. <laughs> and uh, and I, you know, we each grab some clothes and we go into the dressing room, acting like we don't know each other. Oh, after you, a uh, person I've never met before, and uh, <laughs> they go in the same fucking thing too. I bet. Yeah, but then like when like nobody was looking, they, yeah, we went into the same room, oh and um, and then like we both like just got basically naked and we started um. You know, I had a condom on me, a Magnum condom for no reason. Uh, that <laughs> I just thought that's what you're supposed to buy. I'm like, Magnum, I've heard of those. And it's like, no, those are for, like, that's not for you, man. That's not for you. <laughs> and, um, and and we tried for a while there, and it just wouldn't happen. Because I, I, it was just like a weird situation. Neither of us had done it before, and it was not the pl- time and place. You know, it was not the time and place to do it. And, uh, and and there was like kids with their mom in the next stall over, so we had to be quiet. We were just both nervous as fuck about that. Like, you know, brother she... didn't get you even more turned on. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just like kids. We're seeing little kid legs. No, yeah, and, and I'm no, trying to fucking uh, and she's straddling me. We're trying to have like sex for the first time, both of us, and uh, it just never happened. Like we we I think uh, I I don't really consider that my first. I ended up hooking up with another older older girl. Um, at her place, and that was the f- also the first time I ever smoked a cigarette. And I did not tell her beforehand that it was my first time. I was like, "Oh yeah, I've had, <laughs> I've had sex before," and I was just like lying my ass off. You kinda. God said no to your peepee getting hard that time. I have, I, I imagine he said no, not now. <laughs> Were all these girls older than you? 
Um, the girl in the Target dressing room was younger than me. The uh, most of the most of the females I've hooked up with um, are have been older than me. That child's nuts. That mom and child comment was kind of creepy. I'll just put that out there, but it's okay. I, I made it anyways. <laughs> Not getting turned on by them, but you're fine, man. Um, is that the end of your story? Yeah, that's basically the end of it. I kind of went. I I was long-winded with a story that was only supposed to take two and a half minutes. No, I feel you, man. Like I didn't lose my virginity till I was eighteen, but there was plenty. Of times I could have lost it between freshman year. Yeah, you've told me that before. Year. You've told me that before. I, I would have had a body kind of at least ten by senior year if I if certain conditions were right. <laughs> you mm, let me just mm. put it like that. Is that how like, you want to yo, put it? Is that how you want to put it, Mikey? <laughs> what you want to say it? You want to say it? I'll say it. No, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> pop a little pill to get your little member happening sometimes. <laughs> but um, either way, let me tell you the rhinoceros, the rhino pills from Seven Eleven. <laughs> They do the trick sometimes. They do. But um, uh, you talking about the movie theater reminded me of fucking. I remember, in, like in the seventh grade, I had this girlfriend, and um, she was like the big. She was like the dirtiest girl in the grade, right? Like she was sucking dick left and right. Okay, not actually, but like she had sucked her boyfriend's dick in sixth grade, and like you know, in sixth grade, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> that's crazy, know? bro. Like, which yeah, it is. It definitely it is. is. Like that's not an overreaction. <laughs> She was sending, like, all my friends, like, fucking pussy pics and, like, and, like, titty pics. And, I mean, I know that's illegal as fuck, but, like, that's what we did when we were younger. Like, well, you're, we you're both young like, at, the t- at the time. It's just like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, and so I dated her in seventh grade. And, like, we all, me, my friend Steven, B, and um, maybe one or two other ones. We all went to a movie. We were all sitting on the same row. And she was giving me a hand job. <laughs> and it was shit. My friends were like, yo, they were like looking over because it was shaking the whole fucking row as she was vigorously drinking off my penis. <laughs> Your friends are sitting next to you and they're looking, they're eyeing you up like, yo, bro, like this is a little bit crazy what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like in the more front rows. Like, you know how they have the separated, like they have the back row, like, and then they have the little divider where the, yes. like the disabled people can go. And then they got the more front row. We were in that front row, like in the, like the uh, disabled people row. No, it was like more of like the the section where nobody sits unless you have to unless it's crowded. So there's like people, a ton of people behind you, is what you're saying? I mean, the whole movie, everyone else is behind us. Oh right? my god! Like the whole the rest of the movie, like but they can't. I mean, maybe they could have seen. If I there was a was really tall right. dude, <laughs> could have peeked then, over. The other movie theater hookup. First of all, I would love to get my dick sucked in a movie theater. That shit would be hot. Also super legal. I'm not trying to fucking violate no probation or nothing. <laughs> but that would be hot. Um, fucking, this one actually happened uh, not too long ago. In like uh, February, March, no February type shit. Where I was hooking up with this uh, 18-year-old. And um, we were going to the movies together. This is the first time we actually met in person. And we had been like dirty Snapchat and, and like... Like, it was so innocent at first. Like, I'd be like, oh, I want to hold you so bad. Like, I want to cuddle with you type shit. And then out of the blue, she just said, I want to fuck you so bad. Like, one night, like, she was trying to sneak out of her house to come over to my house. Like, for, I shit you not, 10 days, like, straight. But every single day, she faked on me. And I was like, I was like, dude, is she being straight up? Like, I don't even know if she wants this anymore or not. Like, if she's even about it, is she just playing with me? Because, like, I'd wait. I would lose sleep. I would wait till fucking 3 a.m. And then she'd be like, oh, I can't actually come out tonight. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, I, I literally am losing sleep over you. I have work. I have to wake up for work at fucking 7 a.m., 6.30 a.m. But eventually she's like, yeah, we should, like, you should just take me on a real date type shit. Like, so my mom would, like, be okay with it. Something along those lines. So we did go to the movies. But we were in, like, the back row, and we were watching Knives Out. And it was fairly crowded. And we had people directly on our left and on our right. We were making out the whole fucking time. And, like, I was, like, like we were massaging each other's genitalia. And, like, bro, there were people next to us. Like, I, it felt so high school. Like, it felt so fucking high school, bro. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm 21. I'm literally 21. She's 18. That felt like some high school shit right there. It was hot. Like, it was nice. And then, like, I was, like, halfway through the movie, I was, like, hey, you want to go down in the front row? And she's, like, do you just want to leave? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, boing. It's like, well, actually, I think I was. But either way, I don't know. 
But yeah, I said boing, and then we left, and then we went to. Rec- I was like, we were in the hallway to the fuck in the movie theater, and I was like, you want to go to the bathroom? My ratchet ass said, do you want to go to the family yo, bathroom? Yo, <laughs> yo, you sus, <laughs> you sus bastard, because <laughs> that and, is and some high her- school. You were in the high school mentality in that moment, being like, oh, I gotta find a place. I gotta find a place. Uh, uh, the bathroom. That's the only her place ra- we could possibly do this. Her rational ass was like, or oh, we could go to the car, and I'm like. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have a car. Oh, yeah. We have a car. There's the, no need for this nonsense. I love it. The mobile bedroom, the mobile fucking bedroom. But yeah, that was probably the two dirtiest times I was in the movie theater. Oh, my seventh grade girlfriend. If you were watching this, thank you for giving me a head in the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> did she? Did, did she know about that song? No. What? The Humpty Day, you know, where that, that line, I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. No, what? You don't know that song? Are you, no, that, 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 that's my life right there. That's part of, that's the section that, that happened. Yeah. Bro, we would, oh my God. All right, mini story time again. Is that, are you okay with that? Yeah, Fucking. I'm dude, I don't know. I'm, what, what am I, the executive producer? Go ahead. Seventh grade again. Seventh grade. I was getting it in seventh grade, man. I was that guy getting it in seventh grade. In seventh grade, like, I got clout from the eighth graders because they're like, yo, Mikey, you're doing all this shit. We heard you got hit in the burking bathroom. And I mean, like, our friendship was more than that afterwards because I still know all these people. Like, you know, we're on... <laughs> I got clout. I'm just shit you not. I was hanging with the eighth graders all the time after yo, that. Like, I was hanging with eighth graders, son. <laughs> but like, no, I'm still friends with, like, that sparked the friendship with some of them, and, like, obviously we're on, like, a good basis where, like, you know, we could talk and, like, we know each other. I could go to their house if I wanted. I could, like, we could hang out if we wanted to. But that's with a lot of people with me. But either way, um, we used to walk to Burger King after school every, like, Friday, you know, after school. Burger yeah. King was, like, a quarter mile away. We'd get our money and get a meal. And so, you know, I, and we just all went. Me, B, Steven, Tom. And, like, of course, I was getting shit on at that point in my life. Like, I don't know why they were so mean to me, except for Steven. But, um, either way, we are eating, and then I don't know why the fuck we went to the Burger King bathroom, but we went to the Burger King bathroom, and she started sucking my dick, and I couldn't get hard, and it was just, like, she was sucking a fucking rope. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even come for my first blowjob. It wasn't even my first blowjob, you fucker. It's like, yo, yo, fault. but I can, honestly, that time that I was talking to you about in the woods, I didn't, I didn't nut either. Uh, I didn't nothing, and it was a good. It was good too. She like nailed it, like knocked it out of the park. What, what happened? Was it just you, or like did you get cut short or something? No, it was like her, it was. It was like her mom I, came. <laughs> my C's uh, mom came. The chick's mom came. Like she texted her. She's like, "Oh, I gotta go." So I was like, "Okay." No, I, but still, like I, I was, I was just, like a floppy disk in there. I, I was just out in the woods, and um, I had just had this like all this stuff from pornography, and you know what I'd heard about sex, and and it's like, oh, you gotta last a long time, right? I I just had heard that, like that's what the thing is, you gotta last a long time. You know that makes sense when it comes to sex, but not oral sex. The, I think the other person would like it if you would last a short <laughs> time. <laughs> I was sucking for 20 minutes like, God damn, I'm getting locked jaw on this bitch. <laughs> yeah, man, this is one hard puzzle to crack, you know? And uh, I was just sitting there trying not to nut. And she was like, dude, are you good? <laughs> like, after 15 minutes, she's like, dude, are you all right? And I was like, Your yeah. face just turning fucking red and sweating bullets. Like, <laughs> are you asking that? Huh? <laughs> Fuck. A bud? <laughs> no, I, and I was like, I didn't want to come too fast. And she's like, are you, what? Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just like, you had, I bet you had no clue what the fuck was going on. Yeah, no, and I was like. I mean, yeah. I, I, what, were you, what were you saying? I was I'm like, sure you did have a clue what was going on. There, was, there were literally lips around your, your member, <laughs> your genitalia right there. So well, that's something. I, I was, uh, she was just. I was like, yo, could I just, like, eat you out for longer? Is that cool? <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. Is that no. cool? You know what's funny? Oh, man. You know what's funny? What? My what? uh, my parents were talking about the podcast, talking about my podcast and this podcast, and, uh, you know, what I should and shouldn't, you know, bring up. And this is, like, the uh, the manual they gave <laughs> me of, like, this, these are the things you probably shouldn't talk about. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mr. and Mrs. McGregor. Ooh. How are you? 
Um, if you know, I, I really about- hope this doesn't affect my career in the future because then they're going to be right, and it's like fuck. Man, we'll be fucking rich and famous. My parents are always like, "Oh, just wait till you get a real job in the real world." I fucking want this to be my real job in the real world. Like, are you shitting me? Not just this, but like entertainment. Like, fuck. Like, this is gonna be my. This is my real world. Okay, I don't know what real world you're talking about. I don't know what dreams you didn't follow, mom and dad. Okay, that's kind of mean. But um, like, I want to live my fucking. I want to do what I fucking want to do. You know, I want to do what makes me happy. Right. Hence right. why I do music. Why we do music. Why we do this shit. Because it's 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 fun to do this shit. Yeah. I'm happy on the inside, and this only just adds to that, you know? Yeah, and I think the world's moving in a different place, too. Um, just kind of like how we talked about at one point with tattoos, how the world's becoming more accepting of people with tattoos and body art and body piercings. I, I think the same thing can be said for, um, you know, sexual liberty, uh, people being open yeah. and honest about, um, you know, their sexuality, not just, like, their sexuality when it comes to being gay, straight, trans, whatever, uh, just, like, their... You know when I'm, you know what I'm saying. Just being sexually open and free and honest. It's a nice thing, especially like not even not even in that regards too, but just like being open and honest about emotions too. Like, you know, I I I've had my my I think it was my boss saying like, yeah, like back in the day, like nobody nobody said their feelings. You just kept that shit in, and I'm just like. That does not sound healthy. That is not, that can't be healthy. No, yo. no, it can't. But it can't be. be healthy one bit. I'm like an open book with my emotions. Like I'll say how I'm feeling because if you don't like, I don't know. It just causes issues. You bottle it up and it's just gonna be there for as long as it's gonna be there. And it's just a train wreck. It's just a train wreck in my mind, in my eyes. Can we talk about porn and how bad that shit is? How how like detrimental it is to your brain? Yeah. Porn addiction specifically mixed with a masturbation habit. Mm-hmm. That's bad, bro. Like, I'll be honest. Masturbating and watching porn is probably the most consistent thing I've done in my life. And that's <laughs> besides breathing. Besides breathing and eating. Like, it's bad. Because, like, I started watching porn in the fourth grade. Like, I was fucking ten years old, bro. Yeah. And I touched my pee-pee in the fourth grade. And I was, like, showing my friend. I remember <laughs> I used to have, like a high, like, a bed that was high up. But there was, like, a... On one side it was drawers and the other side it was, like, a... Just like a space that you had under the bed, and me and Steven were chilling under there. We we're watching. I was like, I was like, hey, look at this, and I showed him some porn. I was like, this is what your parents did to make you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, stop! And I just, I think I was just like smiling or laughing. I don't know. I was just being fucking me. I, know. I don't know, bro. I, what? I like that consistency piece that you just said, though, because it's funny. You were like, besides breathing and eating, because I, I just thought about that. Like, you know. There's days where, like, I haven't not beat my shit since I was, like, you know, maybe 13. Like, I haven't, I don't think I've gone a day. And there's days where I haven't drank water the entire day. I just forgot to drink water. You know, I go to bed thirsty as fuck, right? And (laughs) But I'm still going to be in there. (laughs) Beating my fucking meat. Every fucking ejaculation, just losing that. Body water, bro. No, I've been I've been actually pretty good with it recently, though. No lie, like, I mean, actually, the past like week or two, I kind of been back on it, but not to the extent I've ever been. Like, it's been better. And like the past couple months, like I've been really good with it. Like, I don't really do it that often anymore. And I'm, I'm, it's 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 cool for me. I'm, I see that as a as a positive, as long as I don't get sucked in the sauce, you know. Yeah, well, because when I I went to rehab and when I went there. I went for drugs and alcohol. That's that was my purpose for going. But in the end, in in hindsight, it was just a great mental detox for me to kind of figure some things out about myself, to figure some things out about how my brain works. There was a lot of great therapists there. And at a certain point, there was this yo. I gotta tell you about this. There was this young ass therapist. Like I think you know, like still in school, probably. I think she was still in at yeah. VCU. She was like considered an intern therapist, and um. And, 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 and after, Yo, the interns be banging sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and after the first like uh, after the first week, they're like, "Yo, who do you want to see more of?" Out of all these therapists, you get to see who do you want to see more of? And I was like, "Oh, her. We have a great. Uh, you know, we, we just had a great conversation. Like <laughs> bullshit. Like I, I I had a great conversation. I had a great you know time just looking at her. Uh, that was that was fun. 
because she, she was just so fucking hot like so fucking hot and she was a recovering addict and she was telling me at the end like what like meetings she would go to in richmond and i was like fuck i gotta go to these meetings <laughs> i gotta just go see her i gotta go see <laughs> I her i just want to see more of her <laughs> yeah no she was like fine and um and she was the first person i was comfortable bringing up my um uh, my problems with like pornography and shit, like how, how much of an issue that had become at certain points in my life. And um, I'm not going to get too far into that on here uh, just cause I, I really don't want to, but I, I talked to a bunch of people there about that and they were like, yeah, you, you seem to be um, compulsive with a lot of things in your life. And I don't think it's that specifically. I don't think you have a specific problem with one thing. I think it's a, you know, you just have this uh, drive to be compulsive about whatever it is that makes you feel okay. And, um, and, and that was one of the things. And, I, and I've kind of learned it about myself and been able to control it and figure it out. And it's not a, you know, a, a me problem specifically. It's just like something that happened to be there to fill that void. So I, I've been okay about it myself. That's kind of crazy, though, because until someone points that out, you don't really know that you are being that way. Yeah. I don't know. And, like, it's interesting to think we're the only, we're the first generation to have this. Okay, there was porn before us, but could a fucking 10-year-old go on his iPad, iPod, excuse me, not, could a 10-year-old go on his iPod and look up boobs or sex and then just open up a world of infinite porn? And it's like not, it's not even, infinite. it's not even just that because yes, they could back when there was like porno mags, like you could be a 10 year old, 10 I mean, year old yeah. and you could go to your local Seven Eleven. you could steal some hustlers. No, you cannot. Okay. You could steal it, but like, or you could bro, go, you go in the back alley that's, or you could have a, a buddy that's older, buy it for you. You could do all these things like people at a really young age. Who the fuck age, is going to sell a 10 year old, a fucking nudie mag? Dude, okay. Maybe dude, like that, that's like all the stories I've heard from older guys about like porn as a kid. It's like, you know, it's like, Oh, I was 11 and like, you you know, my buddy's like, or my older brother, or my buddy's older brother, like, you know, he gave me one or whatever. Like Johnny from down the block was trying to make 50 cents. Yeah. It's he like, it's, it. it's dumb shit like that. And it's, it, it happens. It's the same way, you know, kids get cigarettes when they're 14. It just happens. And, um, so yes, they, they like that, that access existed, but the difference between then and now is obviously the, the instant part of it is that it's not, it, there's no money exchange and there's also no, um, search. You can just kind of find it, stumble across it. And, the, and there's so much of different kinds of, I didn't mean to cut you off. But well, yeah, so much the, I was just about everything. to say that exactly what you're saying right now is the variety. The variety is detrimental because you can be you can be a fucking young 13 year old kid for you don't even know shit about shit when it comes to sex and then you hop on a website and you've <laughs> oh, just man. learned about the most you know intricate strange like niche types of sexual maneuvers and <laughs> fetishes and just bullshit that you ever could know about. And, and you've never even had sex yet. You don't even know what that's like. So you go into your first time with all these preconceived notions about like, well, yeah. you know, we could do all these crazy ass things. And the other girls, like the girls like, Whoa, are you fucking crazy? Are you out of your mind? Like, I thought we were just going to hook up. Like I wasn't, I, I don't want to like, you know, tie you to the fucking bedpost. And shit on your forehead. <laughs> um, yeah, all these preconceived notions, though, it's bad. Like, obviously, the older you grow, you know, you can detach yourself from that. But before you even know it, that could be detrimental. That, that could be very bad for your first time. And times following that, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> yeah. Oh, 2020. I mean, no, the 2000s. Excuse me, not 2020. We're in, well, 2022. I mean. The 21st 2020 century. 2020 as well. Yes. Yeah. It's just cool. It's interesting seeing, like, there are going to be a lot of things just that are new for, for, for our generation, as in the internet. And, like, all this, all this technology stuff, you know? It's yeah. advancing so fast. Yeah. You know, you know what, you know what's crazy? Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, in the realm of technology as an advancing fast. Hmm. Lil Michaela. Yeah. Lil Michaela. <laughs> I wanted to elaborate on this. So if you don't know who this is, viewers, Lil Michaela is a influencer online, about two million, three million followers on Instagram. And a musician. She, 
and a musician and a baddie. She's not a real person. She's, she, I mean, she says she's a robot, but she's not even a robot. She's an animated persona from a group of, um, designed by a group of, like, a, a team. And I didn't even know, like, I thought she was real. Like, she had this, like, oh, I'm a robot. Like, I'm a robot. My programmer did this and, like, this and that. And I thought that was just, like, part of her act. I mean, part of me, like, a slim bit, part of me thought maybe she was actually, like, a robot. But, like, robots can't be that, like. They can't look that, I don't, they don't, they don't act that seamless, like, not yet. Like, you know, we're talking about some iRobot type of seamless movements and, like, you know. You but, know what's um, funny? Mikey hit me up and he's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell it because, like, this is, like. Shut your whore mouth. No, Because this is crazy. Mikey hits me up and he's like, yo, like, this girl, like, she just has this look, this crazy look. Her face is just so symmetrical and strange. Like, she looks like a whole robot. And he sends me a picture of her. And um, I didn't know who she was. So you didn't? I, no, I didn't know who she was. So I just Googled her and um, immediately the first thing that comes up is like, oh, fictional character. She's a, uh, a CGI. And I was like, that makes sense because there's no way this girl looks in any type of way real. She doesn't look like a, just her face. Her face is a giveaway. And uh, I because I wouldn't have looked her up if she was just an Instagram model. I would just be like, oh, yeah, she's kind of like fine. But something about her face made me think like this is not a real person and if it is a real person there's something going on here so i uh, I, I googled her googled her and i was like okay that's crazy and i assumed you knew i assumed cuz you were sending it to me i assumed you knew this so um i was <laughs> you were saying like bro she's a robot like that's crazy like like but she's so fine though and i was like and eventually it got to like oh she's not a re-, and i said like um, but yeah but she's not a real person and you're like well, and and you're like, I don't know, man. Like she's uh she's like a robot, like whatever. Like I, don't I know had my she- theory of how she looked like herself. I said like, oh, I think it's a mixture of Facetune and makeup and genetics. Cause she, I mean, they took inspiration from other people making her face. You know, like yeah. you do plastic surgery on your fucking face. You know, you're you're literally chopping that shit up and making it, um, making it ideal in in a in a societal. In a perfect, quote-unquote, perfect, excuse me, I wasn't even speaking my mic, in a perfect standpoint, and, you know, they're taking, like, fucking inspiration from, like, Kylie Jenner-type plastic surgery shit with that jawline and shit. But, um, it's just so interesting. Like, I saw a video, and, um, like, a brief eight-minute video, ten-minute video about little Michaela, and they were describing it as, like, a black, this is, like, a Black Mirror episode. Because, like, truly, it's an interesting phenomenon. How they have this not real persona person. And, I mean, albeit she probably has a real person voicing her. And she probably, you know, she has real people writing for her. So, you know, it's a collective group making this one thing. But she has such a following and such an influence for not even being a person. Like, I'm trying to think of a metaphor for that. Like, See, it, it, would, it would be more Black Mirror to me if it was literally AI. If she was uh, okay, even yeah, a cartoon be character being controlled by a computer and a personality that's created by a computer, that would scare me. But this doesn't scare me. And that exists. There's plenty of that in the world. There's a- AI has existed for a long time. So that, that does scare me to an extent, but not really. I just think that um, I just and think it's, it's so unnecessary. Too. It's advancing rapidly, I believe, I yeah. think, from what I've seen. But um, they had based their company, their company's a reference to the War of the Worlds and the, and the aspect of how and for War of the Worlds, they were telling the War of the Worlds over the radio and people didn't know if they were fucking real, if they were being serious or not, if they weren't sure if the War of the Worlds story was, was actually real and happening or just fiction. Like, they were not sure if aliens were coming on to whatever fucking city they said they were landing on. Right. And you know, I got that. I caught that effect when, when seeing Michaela, little Michaela's page, because like, is she real? And I do, I do appreciate, I do, I do like the, um, or I do appreciate the aspect of, you know, her addressing, um, very forward-moving topics like Black Lives Matter or stuff like that. It's good. I think that's good. I mean, because of her following and her influence. 
I, I guess, man. I guess. I mean, she. I don't think she would get the following if she, did she promoted like a racist shit like that. Obviously, she wouldn't. I mean, I'm not gonna say obviously, but like. No, I. I just don't think I, I, either way. I think that if she just like posed as a like a person and just said like fun day at the beach, like she would get the same amount of following. I don't no, think people no, care. No. Well, I'm intrigued. How did she actually start it though? How did she get this starter following? I, I don't know. I mean, people are just like. Exactly what we're talking about for right now. People are voyeurs. People want to see new things. And that's a, like a new idea is a fake person that has a real Instagram account and is making, you know, quote unquote, real content. And uh, and she has music out that is voiced by a real girl. Um, I don't know who that is. It's like a ghost voice actress. And um, I wonder if she's getting money. It's interesting. It's, it's interesting because the music is good. And the, sing, uh, the, the singer is a really talented singer. So... I just wish that this girl would, uh, you know, what I like about it, 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 and I wish it was it was this alone. I hate that they t- have to take it so far as to make it into a whole personality. You know, I like the gorillas. I like that the fact that the gorillas oh. are a uh, is just like a dude that does not go by his name. He doesn't go by his persona at all. He goes by this fun- fictional group of gorillas that's a band, and he makes music as them. And you know, he doesn't do his own concerts his concerts are animated and it, like it's a, that's a cool idea but it's, it's for a music thing you know to make it into reality and then be like well she could also make music wouldn't that be crazy like fucking I, I don't even know what you're doing at that point and at that point it just feels false that like you know the music is not good that's what gets to me is that the music is not good music it's okay i mean it's industry friendly it's whatever but it's not great and she's just it feels like put on and forced like it, it, it's being forced as a uh, as like a circus sideshow type thing i mean i don't think it would get the views i don't even know what views it gets but i don't think it would get a following or views if it wasn't good i need to listen to it because i i i probably heard like a little instagram snippet and uh p.s i was just on her instagram i think she's bad i know she's not real but i like her style i like her face it's like a real life sim which is fucking what the fuck you know but it's not uh, real life. It's not a real life sim. Like, but if, you brought up. You, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, you brought up uh, the gorillas, which was a comparison that YouTube video made, and another one that they made was a uh, Hatsune Miku, which is a. Uh, you might have seen her maybe once. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I've I've never like listened to her. I've seen her on like covers of like nightcore music when I used to listen to that in fucking seventh grade or whatnot. But either way. Um, Hatsune Miku is a, uh, Japanese, I think, um, musical artist, but she's, like, an anime character, like, and she has concerts, like, literal, actual fucking hologram concert, holograph, hologram concerts, where she's, like, on stage, and as a hologram, but she's an anime person, she's got, from what I saw, she's got shows filled, or from what I can guess, she's got shows filled up, you know, concerts filled up, venues filled up, just to see a fucking hologram. Which is, is it's it's kind of part of the evolutionary line of what this is, you know, the gorillas, and Hitsune Miku, and she and she's kind of like the mascot for that company too, to an extent, like how Mickey Mouse is the mascot for Disney or Mario is for Nintendo. I mean, I think to a way more, way more, way 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 more degree where they're giving her like she's an actual person instead of just okay, we're separating a cartoon character from. Yeah, I don't like that. I really don't like that. That's why out of those comparisons, the Gorillas is the the only one that I think whose music I I would give a fuck about. Because, I mean, the Gorillas, I didn't even know about the whole characters thing before I listened to their music. You know, I listened to their music. I listened to this this dude's music and I was like, this is really good. He's I mean, whoever's doing this is really good at what they do. And then I found out about that and I was like, oh, that's a cool touch. You, you know, it's like a Daft Punk thing. He doesn't like reveal who he is. He, he I mean, he does. He, it, it is a known fact who the guy is. But it, I mean, same thing with Daft Punk. I, I believe that Daft Punk are uh, are not like completely anonymous figures. Or MF Doom. MF Doom is not an anonymous figure. His name is Daniel Dume, Doom, Daniel Marsh- Dumoulay. Marshmallow is. An anonymous figure? Yeah. Maybe? I, I just don't think that makes any... I think that people will find out, so why, why even try to make that a thing? Like, why even try to stay anonymous when it's going to be 
shattered eventually. It's it's a thing. It's it's a thing to draw people in, I think, to an extent, or that's part of it. Like it brings a level of mystery to it. You know? Yeah, it's it's just like, it's like imagine getting your dick sucked. Imagine getting your dick sucked through a hole in the wall. Like ooh. Who's behind there? Is it a is it a is it a babe? Is it a is it a hunk? Is it a forty year old woman? Is it a sixty year old grandma? Like, what that mouth do? But um, <laughs> I yeah, hate, really... I hate that that's in music though. You know, it's like, all right, man, we we're gonna make this virtual musician, and you're gonna. You're gonna put your ear to this hole in the wall. They're gonna sing through it, and then you pretend it's a chick. <laughs> I think that I, I, I think that that kind of plays off how we kind of perceive music in such a personal way, where you know we can relate to said person. And from what I'm getting from what you're saying, it kind of takes the level of relatability out of that. Is that am I kind of on that track or no? Yeah, it's it's not. And I don't think it's because I'm a music fan that I, I'm like a music nerd in, in some ways that I, I I feel that way. I just think that's. Um... It's just, it's kind of disgraceful to me in a way, um, to the art form, you know, it's like, I don't want it any other art form. You couldn't do that. It just couldn't actually be done. You couldn't have a, a robot that makes movies. You couldn't have a robot that does stand up comedy. It just wouldn't work. You, I think you could call Drake. Drake could be seen like that though, because he's got a, he's probably got a team behind him writing his music. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what's going on. In yeah, but he's studio, a human. Like, he's a human being with a personality, and um, and even if the personality feels a little bit put on, and that's actually a big reason of why I don't like Drake, um, is because I feel like a lot of what he um, what he is, what his identity is, is put on for the cameras, and I, I appreciate an artist more if if they feel completely genuine in everything they do. That's what makes me appreciate them. But that that is the music nerd side of me coming out. I think there's plenty of people out there that buy into that that buy into the drake um um ruse that he is exactly what he says he is um but then you have a guy like the weekend who i think the weekend uh, not that i'm the biggest fan of his in the world but it, i mean i've never heard you listen to a weekend song by yourself i mean no i i listen to his new shit um and i and i've listened to the, the old weekend stuff the classic stuff um but i mean he's well. not my favorite but he um he's certainly compelling because he doesn't you know frank ocean is the exact same way they don't go out and pretend to be something they're not they stay out of the public eye a lot of the time because they just don't want to be in it they want to be human beings that are themselves and that's what's so compelling about it is that is not that they're trying to promote themselves in a false way i like the way the weekend has made himself it's such a cool he's got such an interesting vibe such a cool vibe of just drugged up and Loved up, not even loved up, but lusted up. Oh, oh, yo, Carson, hmm. can we talk about that Instagram topic? Yeah, can we get into that. Yeah, yeah. I um, so on my Instagram, uh, I was gonna post it on the uh, RVA Podcast Collective Instagram, but I don't get a, we don't get a ton of responses off that one quite yet. Uh, we got to get that following up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, RVA RVA Podcast. Collective yeah. on Instagram. Follow it if you'd like. Yeah, please. you know, retro vagina asshole. You know, you know, already know what it is. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I posted it on my personal, you know, um, social media. But I posted this question: uh, Would you rather, you know, forget the cost, forget the cost associated initially? Would you rather spend the rest of your life living in an RV or a houseboat? And First of all, I posted it as a um, as a question where people could respond and also a, a, a thing where people could vote. And the voting numbers, the end results on it, necking and fucking neck. I it saw, was, I think. It was 54% for the RV yeah. and 46% for the houseboat. Like, neck and neck. People were very divided on this topic. And, um... You, go ahead. Let's, let's jump into what... Like, I wanna, what, what did you say? What do you think? Uh, personally, your choice? personally houseboat. I was a little, okay. Like my, my train of thought was changing. Like the more I did think about it at first, I was like, Oh, if you're in a fucking boat, like you can't go anywhere. Like you're just in the water forever for eternity. But then I realized, and like, I was like, Oh, in an RV, like you can go fucking anywhere. But then I was like, Oh wait, in an RV, you can only go anywhere in North and South America. 
Right. But on a boat, you could go to ports and you could anywhere. go anywhere in the world, albeit you're on the water, but like you can get you can fucking get off your boat. <laughs> yeah, you just dock it. Yeah, when that'll be cool. Cause like, okay, I'm gonna spend the weekend in California. Now I'm gonna go to fucking China. <laughs> okay, I probably would probably probably not go to China because of coronavirus. Actually, America is the worst with coronavirus. So what am I even saying? Well, and, well, some of the China responses I get it that I've got were um, the people that were anti. I got mostly responses from pro RV people. Um, you know the uh, all these fucking landlubbers. Um, <laughs> I think I'm pro RV too. I, I'm gonna lock in my choice with RV. <laughs> Although a boat would be pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not gonna put that. I'm not gonna discredit living on a fucking decked out boat like that. No way. No sorry. But what would the Instagram mother truckers say? Well, here are the practical reasons that they said. They said, you know, I can't swim well. Um, okay. I get seasick. Fair enough. Uh, water scares me and floods, which floods was a bad thing to add because if it floods, you can just like your, your boat's floating, your RV's under the water if it floods. I mean, checkmate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> golly, uh, I mean, I would hope you don't have to fucking swim. Wait, I mean, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Continue. <laughs> I would hope you don't have to swim, like, if you're in the boat, like, you don't have to swim. You're just on the boat. That's why you're on a boat, bro. Yeah, the boat. The boat is like you're gonna be dry. You're not in the water. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I guess I understand. Like, if you got tipped over or something. But you would hope you have a big enough fucking boat that doesn't get tipped over or nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And the uh, pro boat people. This is this is my people right here. These pro boat folk. Um, somebody said the boat's almost always on a dock, so it's gonna be fine. Uh, and that was, I think that was sort of a response to somebody being like, um, you know, oh, it's more dangerous to be, to have a boat. Uh, it's, you know, I, I disagree. And so I, I agree with the person that said that, uh, somebody said, uh, house fo- houseboat for sure. Just be fishing in bed. Like, hell yeah. Uh-huh. You can, fi- you can, can you fish out your RV? I don't fucking think so. Yes. Pull up with a fucking like Michigan or like Erie. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> sit on the, sit on the fucking roof. Of your RV. And, and Soak here, up some sun. Here's the longest response I got that actually took two uh, separate response bubbles to, to make the point. <laughs> uh, somebody said, Ice, Cube, Ice Cube's film RV shows that he's getting old and making shit family movies. That wouldn't happen on a boat. The RV is huh. seen as a departure from youth and a lessening of a cool factor. Houseboats are pure sex. Damn. What? Perfect you point. gotta tell me who's. I don't know if I know that person, but you gotta tell me after that. You know who we see with boats and movies? Hmm. We see stepbrothers and boats and hoes. <laughs> yeah, boats and ho- boats and hoes are like uh, they're they're kind of one and the same. If you have boats, you have hoes. If you have hoes, you more than likely have boats. Like I, <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> for the boat, like, I, I am a little... I'm not scared of the ocean, but, like, bro, the ocean can be scary, bro. Especially if you're on, like, a small boat. Like, fuck that, bro. Oh, my sugar... My fucking fake sugar daddy's calling me. That's another story time for another week. Fuck off on Google fucking Hangout. He's trying to act like he's not trying to scam me. And he's being like, oh, are you still there? Oh, are you still there? I'm definitely gonna talk about this another week. Maybe not next week. Maybe next week. Maybe a week after that. Or my next story... My next next story time. But fucking driving on a fucking, being out on the ocean, like, dude, the waves can get big, bro. If you're on, like, a tiny little rowboat, like, a fucking whale could just surface, and you will go overboard, and that bitch will eat you. Whales like, don't want to eat you. But they could. The, a no, shark. They, they, have, they have no interest in eating you. Bro, tsunamis will fuck your life up, bro. Okay, Hurricanes tsunamis, Hurricanes will that's destroy fair. you. Hurricanes, oh my god, you're fucked, bro. I mean, granted, you could go to a place without hurricanes and shit, but, like, it's just scary out there, man. You can just fucking see a, you, a iceberg teleports out of nowhere and fucking fabricates into fucking from another quantum universe into our universe. Boom! Your ship's fucked. Well, yeah, like but if you, if you know anything about teleportation from other universes, they don't have to happen on the water. An iceberg could teleport onto land right on top of your stupid fucking RV. Oh my god! And like with the art, with the RV, personally, like a real more on the more topic of a real point. Well, I mean, what I said about the fucking boat is not, not a real point. 
But like you could, it could be. It's more to me. It's more of a social thing where you can like stop at a lot of places, albeit if it wasn't COVID season. But like, let's disregard the COVID factor. You could meet a lot of people. You could bring people onto your RV. You could have a good time. Like, like you just travel a lot more. And like, America's actually beautiful. Like I've becoming. I like I. I kind of known that, but I've I've seen people like who went to Colorado and. Like Utah, and I'm just seeing their stories, and I'm like, wow, like America has some fucking beautiful places. Arizona, I saw a cactus, it's like fucking 20 feet high, 30 feet high. I was like, holy shit, cactus, cacti get that high? <laughs> well, of course they get that high, they have mescaline in them. Boom. That's mescaline. your joke of the week, folks. Mescaline, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but either way, I'm mescaline yeah. out here. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Mr. L- Miss, I'm a librarian right now. Shh. No, but like the RV, bro, it'd just be a good time. But yeah, you are confined to like North and South America. I I don't even know if you can get to South America. Actually, uh, yeah, you can. I, I, know, I, ha- I think I have relatives that have uh, cut, went from Peru. Yeah, from Peru to America, like on the fucking back of a truck. Yo, that's Please, congested. That's congested as yeah, fuck, no. the Panama Canal. Like, you just, like, if you're trying to go from North to South America, you know how many people are probably on that street? It's probably, like, a ton. Probably a lot you, worse than the American border. You think D.C. Like, traffic is bad? Like, dude, <laughs> imagine, like, Panama traffic. That shit's got to be nuts. Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> so you got any points about your, your, boat, your boat life? Honestly, most of it is vain. It's it's just vanity at a certain point because I I just like the idea of living on a fucking boat. Like it it really none of my arguments have anything to do with logic at a certain point because <laughs> uh, when I'm thinking about living in an RV or a boat, I'm thinking about like all right, my life has just become into the wild. Like I'm no longer living as a functioning member of society. I have just become a uh, a person that lives off the land. So. I, I really feel like the sustainability factor with a boat is higher because oh, what? Well, because you, I, I think you can like the fishing point is actually a really good point. Like, I mean, yeah, you could just like live on a boat. Like you, if if you really wanted to, I'm not saying this is how you do it, but if you really wanted to, if you had like fishing gear and the um and the equipment to purify water on your boat, then boom, like you could just live on a goddamn boat all the time. I feel like the sustainability in an RV is a lot better because you can just fucking pull up to McDonald's and be like, yo, give me a fucking Big Mac. You could, you could. I just, I, I no. remember, I was in, um, I was in St. Croix on vacation. This is like one of the cool vacations I've ever been on. And, um, it, there was a dude there that was like our tour guide. We went rock climbing, um, across the, the island side. And, uh, there was this dude there that, like, was just a cool dude. Like, he hacky-sacked. I'm sure he smoked a ton of pot. <laughs> and, um, and he just seemed to be, like, happy with his, like, island-ass life. You what, know? what kind of hair did he have? Long, bro. Long. Like, I spaghetti. Like, old, old-world spaghetti. And, um, he, at the end of the thing, at the end of the tour, he was like, all right, cool, guys. Like, it was great meeting all y'all. Like, uh, I, I think I'm just gonna go back home. And, um, that's not how he said it, you know, (laughs) like there there was a fluid conversation, but (laughs) we basically found out he lived in a boat. Like he literally lived in a boat, like anchored out like 50 feet out and he would just swim to it. What? Like he was like, all right guys, he was like, all right guys, I'm going home and just hops in the water and swims to his fucking boat. That's so like Family Guy esque. I don't even know. Like, all right, see ya. It's just bizarre. It was like, man, like he's really living out there. And I remember asking him, like, before he had left to go back home um, to his boat, uh, I was like, yo, like, what if you need to just like get something in the middle of the night? And he was like, I gotta swim back. (laughs) He's like, and then I'm like, damn, you're in great shape. That makes a lot of sense now. (laughs) I. I mean, I don't, I'm not afraid of sharks and shit, but like, I don't know. I just don't want sharks my feet. Sharks kill so few people. Sharks are like the last feet, thing you gotta be afraid of. I don't want my feet touching no fucking fish. I don't wanna be swimming and kick a fucking fish in the fucking torso, bro. I don't know. I just don't like that aspect of touching sea life like that. It's like, ew. 
But I no, mean, I don't, I I don't like the that. ocean. I don't like the ocean either, so I understand that. But it's really not the ocean life that scares me. Like, things like jellyfish scare me way more than things like sharks. Like, I don't think I'm going to die in the ocean, but I think the possibility of me being uncomfortable because of an encounter I have with nautical life, that, that uh, possibility does frighten the me thing, a little bit. The thing is, we barely know shit about the ocean, too. There's so many unexplored places. Yeah, but we know about the shore. We know about, like, the shit that's yeah. around. But, like, oh, yeah, also it's a sustainability factor on the boat. Have fun with your fucking mercury levels and your body going up and your fucking microplastics fucking skyrocketing, too, you fucker. What? Yeah. No, I saw I saw this thing where the fucking you can barely get food without microplastics in it now. Seafood. Just because of the, all the microplastic in the ocean. Uh, yeah, that that sounds like you got it off like an anti-vaccine forum on no, Reddit. No, it's real. It's really real. Like, I'll, I'll send you a link afterwards. No, I'm I'm sure that's real, but it's like yo, have fun with the mercury levels in your body. It's like well, the mercury level that that's a real thing, but like I don't I know it's not that bad, but I mean I can't be that detrimental to somebody, and I doubt like it's like that critical. But like you know you've heard like if you eat enough fish, like I mean they have mercury in them. Yeah, I they mean, have the literal planet mercury in them, dude. Yeah, what, what, what do you what do you think what do you think is in your Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches? Do you think it's all chicken, or do you think there's a ton it's, of chemicals? There's Venus and Mars in there. I know that <laughs> it says it on the package. <laughs> no, but ah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but the RV would be cool. But RV they would, would both be cool. Be cool. They, like yeah, I they, said, that, that's like kind of the point here is that they'd both be fucking awesome. You just have to choose which one you prefer. Yeah. And yeah, no, I wasn't. I I would not mind living on the boat either. I just prefer. I think I'd prefer the RV. I'd be scared on the boat a little bit, but I'd be fine at the end of the day. But as I look at the clock, Carson, I think you need me to remind me what time of the day it is. All right, all right. It is the booty popping, pop locking, yeah, cock dropping. Oh, song of the week. Oh, wow. <laughs> Give me a drum roll. I need a drum roll. Do you have anything to do a drum roll on you? Oh, uh, shit. I got, I, my, I got my knees. Hang on. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no, I'm just beating that, off. I know you can't see me. I'm just beating <laughs> off back here. That's what I'm saying. The skin drums sounded fucking sus right now. I can't do this forever. AirPods. What's the song? Okay. I <laughs> was a little torn between two songs. But I ended up choosing the song that I actually heard a few days ago. It is called Mission to the Loot by Little Uzi Vert. It's... And I'm surprised. I'm not, I bet you're surprised too, Carson, that I haven't actually had a Little Uzi Vert song yet. And we're 14 episodes in. You know? I, but, I, um, <clears throat> I, thought, I thought you were trying to be... Uh, trying to go against the norm. No, I fucking love Little Uzi Vert, so fuck you. But, um, okay, no, I, I mean, I really, really enjoy him. And, I, and yeah, yeah. But, um, so my mission to the loot, man, I heard that beat as soon as the song started. It just had that ethereal, I don't even know if ethereal is the right word, but ethereal-ish, heavenly-ish, like, scary-ish, not even scary, but, like, just, like, Victorian, like, Gothic, I don't even know, type beat. Yeah, and that's uh, what I like. The, like the church synths, like the kind of like yeah. church organ, the modified church organ. I really like Uzi's sound because there's another leak that hasn't been dropped yet. This is this was a leak for, I want to say years, like 2016 Uzi, around that time, 2017. But um, yeah, and it was originally called like Batman. That was what the leak was. But... Uh, there, it was called Neck on Frozen is another one. I really want to hear it in full like quality. But this song is great. Oh, it just goes in. Uzi's Uzi's uh Uzi's flow is real fast on it, you know. I was on the mission to the loop. Hey. You got that all them Uzi I libs I really, really enjoy. Uh, it's just like a great song and his bars are great. I mean it, me and Target talk me and Carson have talked about this extensively, how Uzi talks about the same shit a lot. But like, I mean <laughs> He's got different beats, and he can kill a. He can he can say the same thing in so many different ways, and I I don't get tired of it. He slays the beat. He literally slays the beat. He has like crafted his own little niche in the rap scene. I mean, although it's not, I mean, it is unique to me. It's very unique. He, even if he's not speaking like lyrical 
geniusness. It's all about the emotion he brings with his beats and his delivery and his flow. It's more of an emotional experience as opposed to a lyrical, uh, like, intelligent experience. And, you know, the emotion aspect for me in music is really important. It might even be more important than the lyrics itself, but, like, we we might have to have more of a conversation about um uh about these little Uzi arguments we have on um on Mike at some point because <laughs> yeah are. we could definitely elaborate yeah because um basically that that's Mikey's perspective on it and I kind of agree um a lot and I don't hate Lil Uzi by any stretch I just don't um I it's not even it's not a lyrical intelligence thing that 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 gets to me because I don't care about that really. Um, it's more about the fact that he doesn't diversify his sound whatsoever. He's found, um, he's found like one way to make a song and he's, just, he's kind of decided to stick with it for like several albums now, like without really experimenting or trying anything new. That's what gets to me. Also, I think he does his metaphor, his metaphor game is like the wackest metaphor game in no, the rap it's game. Not. Do not at me. The me- his metaphor game is so fucking weak. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Not, bro. It's Wait, what he say? What he, he say? That, he, said, he said that's a must like Elon. That doesn't even make any fucking sense because his name is Elon Musk. I'd even in first of all, it's a weak ass metaphor to begin with. That's a play with. on it. Even even if you said like if you said like like that that weed's got that weed's got that Musk like Elon like that. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. It's kind of weak. It's kind of flimsy, but whatever. Take it. Like you, when that's you say that's got, uh, like that's a must like Elon like that is just like you wrote this verse in 10 I, minutes and didn't even like proofread it he, he i like i like this one part in the mission of the moon he's like i was in her dms by 145 got a number by two something like that i was like oh like, that's so specific <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about but um he's talking about his he got his mac coupe and there's not enough room for two so you got a scoop i was like oh i was like oh See those those uh, lyrical backflips; those are cool. They did the best. When I say his metaphor game is weak, the literally the best metaphor I ever heard from him was on that song "Shells," which I said is my favorite little Uzi verse, which is true. And he said, "Um, what did he say? He said, 'I'm a, uh, I feel like I'm a bad boy, a reverend. I feel like a mace.' And like that's pretty all right. Like that's like, actually that. a pretty what? cool flip because it's like I'm a bad boy." You know, Bad Boy Records, Mace was on Bad Boy Records, a reverend, Mace became a reverend. You know, it's like, I'm a bad boy, but I like, I speak to the people like a reverend. I feel like I'm Mace. Like that, that was a cool flip, but that's like literally, that's not even that cool. And that's the coolest I've ever heard him. That went over my head. And that was also the other song I was about to choose, Over Your Head by Lil Uzi Vert in Future, which he dropped um, on his birthday, July 31st. But yeah. That yeah, that completely went over my head. Tell me about that more off camera. Um, and Mission to the Loot came out. It got leaked officially or unofficially a month ago. So I was a little late to be, to be honest. Being an Uzi fan, I was like, oh wow, I went this long. But yeah, listen to it at the play out when it plays out. This is your co-host Michael Lorenzo Gianelli. That's a lot of personal information I just gave out. Signing <laughs> off. And uh, and this is your other co-host, Carson. Uh, no middle, no last name. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs> but I said it earlier. See ya, everybody. Till next guys. time. Love you. Spent like 1500 for my shoes. Then I brought 10 pair from my whole crew. Getting money really changed my mood. I was on a mission to the loop. I was on a mission to the loop. I was on a mission to the loop. Getting money really changed my mood. I was on a mission to the loop. My new crib, that bitch got a pool. Diamonds, they so white, them shits look blue. Christian Dior all up on my suit. She called me slime, so cover her in goo. Real don't get real yeah. Hang with killers and the villains, yeah. I'm a million, I'm a millionaire. Smoke a backwood. Put a pill in there For that girl off the park, I can feel in there This my child tribe, bust the chills in there Cut the lights off, can no bills come there Diamonds so cold, caught a chill in here Diamonds buffalo, ain't no bills in here Pull up Lambo Coupe, 
Only come with two chairs, but it's two of you Better squeeze in there, hit it front or back Pull your Brazilian hair Spent like 1500 for my shoes Then I brought 10 pair from my whole crew Getting money really changed my mood I was on a mission to the loop I was on a mission to the loop I was on a mission to the loop Getting money really changed my mood First I kept it real, then no rocks came Always on off block like I'm trapping Pull up in that coupe like I'm Batman It ain't got no roof, that's my mat thing Who the fuck are you? Now she wanna choose Fuck them by the tools, diamond on my tools Speaking of a mouth, she suck my dick, don't use a tool Walking with my tools, cause I got my tool I can't trust these girls, cause none of them are new I was on the set, ended up on the moon I got the number two. Yeah. Spent like 1500 for my shoes. Then I brought 10 pair from my whole crew. Getting money really changed my mood. I was on a mission to the loop. I was on a mission to the loop. I was on a mission to the loop. Getting money really changed my mood. I was on a mission to the loop.